Welcome to the Empowered 21 Leadership Podcast. I'm Ashley Wilson, Assistant Director of Empowered 21. And today I'm joined here with uh, Stefan Christensen. Stefan is uh, from Oslo, Norway, and leads, along with his lovely wife, Anna, uh, a ministry called Jesus Revolution. Stefan, we're glad to have you, Thank you. Uh, with our it's Empowered 21 listeners. Wonderful. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what Jesus Revolution is. I know you're involved in a number of ministries, but that's kind of your core one. So. Yeah. Tell us what you're doing with Jesus Revolution around the world, and, and then we'll talk a little bit more about what other things God has you doing as well. Well, Jesus Revolution has a simple mission. It's the gospel to the youth of the world. And obviously, Europe has been the number one place that we have been working since we started in 1997. It all started with a special encounter by the Holy Spirit. I was a young guy. I just graduated from, from Bible school. And, and in the final event that was finishing off the year, you know, the, um, the preacher said, if you have a calling for missions, please come forward and we'll pray. And, and I said, calling for missions? I don't know. But I had these strange impressions about Europe. And you have to understand, Norway is, is far up north, close to the North Pole. You know, it's in the uttermost fringes of Europe. And Europe, you know, Italy, France, Spain, Germany. I'd never been there. But then I had a vision. Yeah. From, from the Lord, I saw Europe, I saw the streets of Europe, I saw the squares of Europe, and I saw how young people were preaching the gospel and how demonic forces and darkness were pushed away and the light of the gospel was penetrating darkness. I saw in the vision healings and miracles. I saw thousands of young people getting saved. And I was just like 18, turning 19. Yeah. And, but then, then I knew everything was going to be different. And this is where the vision of Jesus Revolution was, was birth basically so forward a few years we just started to mobilize young people and said listen let's go and preach the gospel to to europe and we would what we would do was something that would surprise specifically the the secular press throughout europe because and the media world because on one hand it was very modern it was like you know modern music the approach the style the media everything from hip-hop dancers to bands and then on the other side of the coin, it was, you know, classical gospel message, believing in the Bible as yeah. the word of God, believing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And for the secular media, it was like, how does, it, how does these two things come together? And so from, very, from the day one, it really was like a Jesus revolution, like yeah. a bit like in your face, very straightforward, which works fantastically in Europe. And because people don't really know anything about the Lord. They don't really know anything about the good news. They, they might have never heard the gospel being exposed to them. And so uh, we started having campaigns, gospel campaigns, preaching. Um, in the beginning, in the early years, I was the blessed evangelist. And then the Lord gave me a pretty radical message. He said, So you were doing those campaigns all over Europe? We did, we did throughout the year in Northern Europe and Norway particularly. And then in the summers, we would take young people on mission trips to okay. Italy, Portugal, France, Germany, and so forth. So in those campaigns, what would you do? Uh, preach the gospel. Uh, we would do, in one way, we would, we would like an old-fashioned kind of a revival campaign or evangelistic campaign, but the wrapping of it or the, the framework would be modern. And we would pray for the sick, we would preach the gospel. And then what the Lord told us from the very beginning was that this ministry would be much more known for healings and signs and wonders than for the modern music and all of that. Mm. And so that's, that really became a key from the very beginning, that the power of God is, is what cuts through everything in, in secular Europe. 
yeah. discussion over. God has healed someone, and yes, and and what more to say? God That's is powerful. here. Yeah, yeah. And so, but in our own journey, what what the Lord led Anime to do was He basically said, "Now I want you to train young evangelists and to raise up an army of young evangelists and to to release them." And so we became like much more like. Uh, releasers of others okay. and, and and seeing an army of young people rising up. So, so we sent them everywhere. We sent them to 900 cities to do evangelistic events. Thousands of young people getting saved and healed, and God doing so many wonderful things. Really. So, so Stefan, you started Jesus Revolution in 1997. Uh, my yeah. question is, uh, how has the landscape of the Spirit Empowered Church in Europe changed over the last 20 plus years? Obviously, when you talk about Europe. Europe is extremely multifaceted. So in one way, it's hard to talk about something as European because are we talking about the Balkans, Greece, you know, Kosovo, Bosnia, are we talking about France, are we talking about Russia, talking about Northern Europe, UK. So it's very, very, very diverse. But some really good things that are happening, one is that there's the many, many internationals that are coming to Europe through the last, last 20 years are starting churches. Coming from Africa, from Africa, yeah. from from Asia, Latin America, many of them are really doing great churches, and some of the largest churches in Europe as of now are are, are pastored by those people. And so, of course, um, when people think about Europe, they think about Muslims coming in, which is a part of the picture. But the truth of the matter is that so many immigrants have done so well. The other thing that we're seeing in the last twenty years is that young people are so open for the gospel. And, and even Time Magazine was recognizing when they did a, a, a huge survey, where is God in Europe? They, 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 they looked at those two different areas. It's like internationals and young people. That's where primarily the kingdom of God is gaining ground in Europe as such. Um, so young people are really open for the gospel. Then what's been really, really good also is that in quite a few nations, uh, there's been massive church planting. And, and of course, what's been happening, if you, if you, if you back 20 years, how was, how was Russia, how was the Ukraine and so forth? Obviously, thousands of churches have been planted and, and many very strong churches uh, in, in, in the former Soviet Union. <clears throat> then you still have areas in Europe that are totally unreached. And that's also very important to have in mind, like the Balkans. You have 11, 12 nations in the southeastern region of Europe. Uh, where you have the crossroads between East and West, Christianity, Islam, and and you, it really lacks almost like a Christian infrastructure in some parts of that region. And you're talking about 0.1% evangelical believers and so forth yeah. in some of those nations. So it's it's very diverse. And so, but there's, there's, there's now, as the last few years, I really sense that it's like the spiritual temperature is increasing. Okay. The hunger for God is is, is, is stronger. We see more signs and wonders and miracles than we've ever seen before. Like we went to the Balkans last year and we, we, we preached the gospel just for one week in, in one of the most unreached corners of Europe. Just normal young people sharing their faith in the streets and 1,000 young people got saved, 285 instant healings. And, wow. and that's including, you know, deaf ears open and, wow. and, and people throwing their crutches. and. And so Europe now is wide open for the gospel. And, wow. and so we have a simple saying, we say that, you know, a city is just as open as your heart. So the gospel works yeah. everywhere. And so there's no closed areas. There's no impossible areas. There's not really difficult areas. You know, you can see breakthroughs everywhere, but 
it's the classical thing that the, the harvest tool is plentiful, but the laborers are few. We need many, many laborers in Europe. Yeah. yeah. So would you encourage people to contact you to come to Europe? Definitely. And we do, we do something every year, which is a great thing to be a part of, called impacts. And, and this year we do Impact Europe, next year we do Impact France. And so we are inviting young, young people and youth groups from, from all over Europe and from all over the world to join us for two weeks of massive outreach in France. Wow. And we believe thousands of people are going to get saved. And, Amen. And, uh, and so we, we are really lo actively looking for, for partners. And also what I felt the last two, three years is also that we need to build a bridge between North America and, and Europe for, for missions. And, and the truth of the matter is that if, if you, the Americans, if you had not been sacrificing your sons on the European shores, we would, be, would have been a Nazi empire today, as dramatic as that may seem. We're actually taping this on June 6th, which is the anniversary of D-Day. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. what to think about that. And well, now we, we, we kind of need like a spiritual D-Day, you know. We, we really need missionaries. And, you know, you're talking Europe is 800 million people. 2.7% uh, evangelical believers, three, 400,000 thousand cities and villages with no evangelical church whatsoever. And, you know, a nation like France that we're going to target next year with the ratio evangelical believers to, to uh, Muslims is, 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 is one to 10. So it's 10 times more Muslims wow. than evangelical believers. Wow. And so, so, but the gospel works everywhere. And so, we really believe that this is the time for Europe and, and, and also many great initiatives have come up the last few years mm -hmm. that has been uniting Europe in a stronger way. Um, and and, and so, so we're very positive about that, yes. Yeah, well, that's very exciting to hear. I, since your uh, Scandinavian enthusiasm, it's reserved, but it's, <laughs> for those that are listening today, they can't see, but it's written all over your face. Yeah. Uh, the passion that you have for what God is doing in Europe. Well, if we start to preach, then we are becoming more like Latinos. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Wonderful. So, uh, final question for you. Um, uh, what would you say to a, a young person today? I, I know you mentioned that God called you when you were 18, 18 yeah. and gave you this dramatic vision. And yes. honestly, as we've done these podcasts with leaders from all around the world, we hear that sort of thing over and over again, uh, that God calls young people yeah. uh, to do great things for him. Yeah. What would you say to a young person who's listening to this today, who has a heart to serve the Lord and to experience the miraculous work of his spirit? There's many things to say. I minister to young people absolutely all the time, but one particular thing that, that I see now is that we, we are in a danger of, of younger people becoming technological wonder boys and spiritual dwarfs. Wow. Because we can be so accustomed to like online life that we have difficulties in being silent. And, and so what my recommendation would be that, you know, when it comes to fasting, you don't just need to be able to fast from food, which is one thing. I think our generation also needs to learn the fasting of the eyes. Wow. To turn things off, to be silent, to hear from God, to be quiet. That quiet time is really quiet. Important, yes. You know, that you're not trying to do all the other things and worship God and study the Word of God. And so these classical things, you know, personal life with God, uh, being with the Lord every day, being in the Word, being with, being in prayer, worshiping Jesus, loving the Lord with everything you are, 
And I really believe that God is raising up a radical generation. I mean, we use all the technology that we have at our disposal, which is great, but we need to master it. And, 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 and then the fasting of the eyes is a good thing to practice from time to time, just to be able to sort out, sort out and hear, hear from God. That's a, I've never heard it phrased that way, fasting of the eyes. So that's powerful. So wonderful. Well, I'm going to ask you to pray for our listeners yes. today, um, however you feel led. So just let the Holy Spirit lead you and, uh, and pray for us. Well, Lord, then I want to say you are the Lord of the harvest. And what you said, Lord, was that we should pray to you, that you would send out, drive out laborers to the harvest field. And so I pray that as there may be leaders and pastors or young people who are hearing this now, Lord, I believe that Macedonian cry is still heard in Europe today. Come over and help us. I pray that you will stir up the hearts of people who are hearing this podcast and seeing this podcast and that you will call people for a shorter or longer time to, to the harvest field all over the world, but even unto Europe. And Father, we, we know that so many people also in the US who might be hearing this or Canada or Northern America, they, they originated from Europe. They, they came from here uh, and, or from Europe and they, they have ancestry. And, and perhaps if their forefathers didn't immigrate, they would never be uh, in a church. They would never have heard the gospel. And so I just really pray that as, as on this D-Day, uh, the anniversary of it, that, that we will see a, a spiritual alliance being formed, not just from North America, but from around the world, from Asia, from Africa, from, from Latin America, that people will come and stand alongside us in Europe to bring in the harvest in Europe, because we really see that the harvest truly is plentiful. People are coming to the Lord. So we thank you, Lord of the harvest, that you are doing this in our time so the harvest can be brought in. We believe that millions of people are going to be saved in Europe. We thank you, Father God, before the return of you, the, our great King, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, Stefan, tell me quickly, if someone wanted to connect with your ministry, what's the best way to do that? Go online? to JesusRevolution.com. JesusRevolution.com. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you for joining us today, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered 21 Leadership Podcast. Uh, remember, you can get more content at Empowered21.com. And, of course, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Empowered 21.